0: job searching journey on its head right now right at this moment whenever we are looking for a job we want to know all about the company, the growth opportunities the pay package and where the company is and how much benefit would it bring to us which is all good but the most important person driving all this will be you so Today, I want you to flip this job searching journey on its head and start thinking about how you can be the best version of yourself. What value will you bring? What is your unique selling point? And why you would like to continue this journey even if you face numerous challenges? And by saying that, I mean not getting replies to a lot of places where you apply. The only thing that can help you move forward is believing in yourself and that will only come by knowing yourself. So in today's episode, I have something very important to address, but I want to see it from the perspective of the value that you can bring. So what are you waiting for? Let's get started. I'm your host, Shani Nigam. I am a recent masters in marketing communications graduate from the University of Melbourne streaming from Australia. I help businesses, entrepreneurs in this post-covid world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content. But over here, I help you, aspiring leaders, students from all across the globe to take your first step towards your goal. This season There's also a bit of twist to it. We will be discussing something very important in taking your first step, which is you. It's all about you, your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step. So my friends, get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where I engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step, but the weight of the first step has been building their inner capabilities. And that is what we are going to unleash this season. So if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to, at wherever place you are right now, then get ready for this season. On my first step ever, my friends on this podcast where every time I really, really am blessed to have such amazing guests on our show who can add value to your life in numerous ways. So far, we have been discussing that. How can you take that first step and move one inch further, you know, to so that you can tell the world that what is your talent? But at the end of the day, most of us are working towards a goal. And many of us want that particular job to gain experience or to work in that role for, I don't know, maybe a number of years in a particular company. So today I have invited an amazing person because he is the director of a very new age recruitment agency. And I really want to chat, have this very, uh, you know, I don't know, a very transparent chat with him so that you know that what is happening in the recruitment world and how the companies are changing and why you should be looking out for them. So I welcome Ryan Kelly. He is the director of Creative Natives. That is in itself a very different name and very uh, exciting name, at least for me. So Ryan, welcome on my first step ever.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here
0: it's a pleasure we, we were just chatting and he was just telling me that creative natives is just a 2 year old baby and it is based out of melbourne and sydney so let's get into this particular conversation and i think the first question that i would like to ask is like how every company would like to know the person The candidate first before they want to know the skills. So, I would also love to know a little bit more about your thought process behind having this organization. So, what was your motivation behind starting a creative recruitment business?
1: Um, Yeah, so I mean, I've worked in recruitment for the best part of 10 years. Um, My previous company specialized in the creative marketing and digital space. Um, I, I guess the reason I set up my own company was um i think i'd just reached a point where i wanted a new challenge and i thought working for myself or you know creating something new was that new challenge and um you know I, I, it's it's been a, an incredible journey uh, a, a journey that yeah you know, it's kind of um has has two halves there's the, the pre covid and and the well yeah. in fact three parts it's pre covid you know last year and then post covid which we're now seeing um you know record numbers of of hires going on so it's a very busy market at the moment but yeah look I, I think the the biggest motivator is just challenge myself to do something new
0: that's really interesting to hear because i i agree with you uh, your business started off at a very very challenging phase but i think uh, it has also given room to be even more creative and reach out even more people than i don't know you must have thought uh, to start with mm. uh, I just want to go back a little to what you were just mentioning about you being in the recruitment industry for the longest period of time and you had a lot of experience. So in your journey, as a lot of us graduates and students face, there comes a phase where we are applying relentlessly, but somehow we just don't get any call. And that is a very difficult period and we feel like everything is just over. Have you faced any situation like that? And if yes, how did you come out of it?
1: Yeah look I mean um so my my journey into recruitment was was actually uh far far from smooth so I I'm from the UK um I originally got into recruitment as a a last minute um, way of staying in Australia um and I began the process with just a few months left of my um, working holiday visa I interviewed for a lot of companies and got very close on a number of occasions, but for whatever reason, I um, I I didn't get the role. And I think that's a you know looking back, that was a very challenging period of life because with every rejection, you you do take it personally. You do think that you aren't you know you don't have the skills required, and it and it can really affect your confidence. Um, that that mixed with the fact that I would have to go back to the UK, you know, was a very anxious period of of life. So, you know, I can absolutely relate to those who are going through a job search or beginning their, their journey um, to try and find a job. It, it, it is tough, but I think the most important thing to remember when you are going through the journey is that there's often things that are out of your control. You are... Often against people with more experience. There's people with you know more relevant experience. There's you know know, there's there's a lot of factors that are often out of your control, and I think that's an important thing to remember when going through the process. Is do as much as you can and try not to worry about things that you can't affect.
0: Yeah, I think you you mentioned firstly. Thank you so much for your honesty and taking us through your journey Mm. in, in greater detail with very, you know, being very authentic about it because we definitely feel that even though we have the positive mindset, sometimes we feel we're just not good enough because, I mean, if 500 people reject you, you start feeling that at the same yeah. point. And I think a lot of us do face. So I see that you have faced the situation as well and definitely you understand the pain and the mindset that you're coming from. I, I see the creative natives have, ha, a very different and creative way of, you know, recruiting people. I I can say that because I recently read a post that you had made, being the director of the company yourself, you made the post of, you know, what is the new opportunity coming up and it was a very transparent post with you know putting out there just one line of you know what the job entails and secondly how much is the pay I think that was a very very transparent act to put out there mm-hmm. uh, given the situation where all graduates and students across the globe there's one thing that traditionally we've always been investing in that's oh my god we need to you know work on a cv a cover letter and h- how to answer those behavioral questions and in interview but I think those are there, but the scenario is changing a lot
1: yeah. and
0: things are becoming very cre- creative and people are looking out for talent in di- at different platforms, personally yeah. LinkedIn yeah. and also, you know, through Instagram and they're looking at the quality of a person besides the skill. Yeah. So thinking from that perspective, I just want to ask you, how is creative native recruitment process different? If you would like to share with our listeners that can help them actually to build their journey ahead.
1: Yeah, look, I mean I guess just from a um you know in, an internal hiring perspective, um we we when we when we advertise our jobs, um we actually um produced a job advert which was a video and it it, it was it was very um I guess we advertise for good good people versus a specific job title. So what we look for in in people that work for Creative Natives uh people that bring something new to to our organization that we don't have um the last thing i want to do is build a business which is full of the same people with the with the same skills because i think that ultimately you that that can only take you so far and 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 the companies that have a diverse workforce not just age sex diverse you know the the whole package i think they're the more interesting businesses and they're the ones that are um I think just more forward thinking, so that's kind of I guess the way we approach how we advertise roles, but we also look at you know when we when we are communicating to potential candidates, we look at their their personal brands and what that means is you know what 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 content are they producing online. What what are their thoughts? What you know? What are the, what are their opinions? Because we want to hire people with opinions and thoughts. We don't want just people that can can follow order follow commands. We want people to have their own way of thinking. And uh, you know, your friend Tarzan is an absolute prime example of 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 that working. You know, I, I saw that he 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 engaged with a piece of content with myself. Um, I then looked at his page. I saw that he was on a journey of creating content um, every day. And I started reading and and, and listening to this guy's thoughts. And it's it's actually a very powerful tool for someone who is struggling to get in front of a client. Because, yes, you're making yourself vulnerable, but you're showing all of yourself in the form of content. And I think if you were to go through someone's content feed, you'd be able to get... Uh, you'd be able to get a much more accurate picture of them as an individual than you would off a CV. So people think that to be a content creator, you need to have a huge following or you need to have this, you know, thought provoking or, um, you know, leadership views. It, it has to start somewhere. So, you know, you no matter how small it may seem at the time, it does have a snowball effect, and the, the more the more you produce, and the more um, you engage on the platform, the, the better results you're going to get from it. So, you know, get get started. I would say
0: you have touched something very important uh, in your um, thought right now, and I would like to highlight that you said that we do not emphasize just on titles. What we are looking is
1: hmm. looking
0: for are people which is so, so true because I think coming with that mindset and you also told us what is the importance of building your own personal brand. That is a great example that you mentioned because throughout in this uh, episodes that we have over here, we have professionals and we always encourage students and graduates to build their personal brand, be it through, you know, maybe writing down some post, blog or doing a video or a poem, whatever they're good at. Yeah. This is what it all comes to my friends that why you should be doing it and who is there looking out and reading your thoughts. Your thoughts matter, your personality, your uniqueness matters, and this yeah. is why you should be doing it. Sure. So, thank you, Ryan. So, you want to add something?
1: No, I, I, ju- I just think that, you know, despite the we are in the middle of a pandemic, there is such an opportunity for, for anyone to get started on, on, on the content journey and there you know it's it's cliche but if you consider LinkedIn as a a big networking event and you know you you have access or you have the ability to communicate with people from all different organizations you've just got to embrace it and and accept that um it's going to be a bit uncomfortable at first you're not going to get the engagement that you know straight away But it's about consistency and showing up each day that it's going to get the results long term.
0: Yes, I I totally agree with that. And I have myself have seen that happening with my case as well. When I started this podcast, I think last uh, August in 2020, and this was just for the pure love of sharing my experience with graduates. And I wanted to uplift them in any way that I can. Yeah, so um, thank you for taking us through different examples because examples really help us understand how things work. Mm -hmm. Now, I might ask you a very cliched question, but maybe the answer has changed because of the COVID scenario. That what are the top three pain points or the you know problem that you see uh, professionals face in looking out for a job?
1: I think, um, the I think that you as a candidate need to stop looking at the journey as 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 a job seeker because you can you can get into a a mode where you're applying for jobs and you, and you go down this this process but if you're just um put, applying for everything then it's going to take away the the quality of your your applications um i think that Candidates need to be proactive in terms of their their job search. They need to they need to network. They need to um, you know j- just shift mindset in terms of their job search. I also think as well that candidates, even if they're in a job and very happy, should always be networking. Should always be having conversations. You know, it's it, you shouldn't be having a conversation with a recruiter when you have been made redundant or when you've lost your job you should be having them regularly to understand what the next opportunity will look like i believe that most almost everyone should be to some degree open to opportunities and if you're not then you kind of you could be missing out on you know a whole you know a whole world of of job opportunities
0: yes i think you have mentioned over there some really really important points and that that's because that is the way we always look at when we have been applying for jobs is that we need to work on a cv we need to work on the cover letter and then we need to find a you know a company to just apply at but ultimately as you mentioned a while back company is run by people people are looking to work with people yeah And, and another thing that you mentioned i would like to summarize over here is that mindset you mentioned that mindset is so important because if you're working with people who have the similar mindset but diverse skills, then you are in for a very, very bright future for the company itself and for yourself. And third thing that you mentioned is to keep the conversation going on. Because learning never stops. And if you actually interact with people, even besides if you would like to work with them or not, you are learning and you can apply that somewhere else. So, Ryan, thank you yeah. so much for, you know, sharing out so much of information in such a short amount of time. As we're just yeah. coming to an end to this, uh, this episode, I just have one last question. Yeah. Uh, what would be your tip uh, besides what we have understood right now for students and graduates at this point who want to upskill themselves and have more confidence when they face their recruiters?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I think... um. In terms of upskilling, I think there are a lot of online courses at the moment which are free to access and provide real value. There's there's a huge surge at the moment in demand for um digital marketing skills, um which um you know there's a like I say, there's a lot of online courses which can give you that information. I think I, I, I can't stress this. I think there's just gotta be you know, it's it's hard to actually develop this and some people either have it or they don't, but it's initiative, you know, and, and how I would describe initiative is exactly what you're doing right now. You know, you are creating value to your audience, you're building your personal brand, and for you it's not a huge commitment or expense, but you've taken the initiative to do this, okay? And I think that is probably the most powerful tool that you can have as an individual and as a job seeker. And that's the stuff that you've got to demonstrate and be able to show potential employees. So it's not about putting cover letters or CVs. And, And look, you know, I know that there is value in having a good CV, but that should be only a very small part of your job search itinerary, you know. And that will be something, you know, the best candidates don't even have CVs because they are constantly networking, having conversations and being approached about jobs and they're proactively treating their career, you you know, mindfully. But, you know, I think if I said to anyone, be, you know, that initiative, that's what gets you, that's what gets you hired. That's what got Tarzan hired. That's what, that's what gets, you know, people hired with limited experience. And that's something which, um, I'd be happy to have a conversation with anyone around, you know, developing that initiative. And it's like a, a muscle; the more you do, the, the, the you know, the better you get at it. You know, um, Steph, um, one of the girls who started in our team recently, told a story that when she was working or trying to get a, her first job in PR, she um, she actually posted her resume with a, a tea bag through the door of the, um, the company that she was hiring for and, um, and message saying, look forward to having a cup of tea with you. You know, it's, 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 it's again, it's, it's cliche, but you've got to start thinking outside the box. And, you know, you, you can't, no, no, no matter what, you're not going to be able to buy experience. You're not going to get that experience, but you need to be able to develop a way of getting your foot in the door. And that's, honestly, I would say is, is developing your sense of initiative.
0: Absolutely right. I, you have put in so much of value today uh, to our audience who's listening to us. Uh, I think now we see it as a bigger picture where you, as you just mentioned, CV is a component of it, cover is it a component of it. So yeah. my friends, my all of us, all of you who are listening to us today, I think you have expanded your understanding in what capacity that you can represent yourself, your talent to the world, not just to the recruiters over there. So there are a lot of things that you can do. And today we have learned a lot from Ryan Kelly. So I would really like to thank him
1: yes, thank for
0: you. giving his time and coming on my podcast, My First Step Ever, to help you take those simple, small, actionable steps that can help you go forward in your journey. Yes. So Ryan, whenever our guest speakers leave, we request them to leave our listeners with a quote or a thought that they really resonate with.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I think... um I think just i guess make it happen you know um be be proactive um use your initiative um and, and focus on things that you can control and not focus on things that are out of your control so um they that they would be my uh three things to uh to take away i think
0: lovely. Focus on things that you can control, be proactive and be creative. Yeah. I really want to thank Ryan for coming here and I wish and I hope and I sort of know that the kind of mindset that he has and the way he is taking his business forward, it's its going to attract a lot of graduates who are yet to graduate and be there in the market. Yeah. Let's give you a very quick brief about the company. Creative natives, they are connecting talent with great work, they specialize in creative, digital and marketing space, which I actually really like because you are really narrowing it down and you're putting your uh, proposal out there. And I think that is where a trust factor is built. So thank you, Ryan, for being on my first step and adding to our knowledge today. Yeah. To all my listeners and my friends out there, I hope you're feeling a lot better today. I know that and you have a few things to go back and, you know, put your mind to and start doing things. Slowly, one thing, one time at a time, we have to. And if you want to know a lot of, lot of other content and behind-the-scenes thing, please join and follow the community on Instagram, ever underscore I-N or watch this entire episode on my YouTube channel, Ishani Rekhaun. Give us a like, subscribe, and do comment on the Instagram page, My First Step ever underscore I-N, or connect me on LinkedIn, Ishani Nigam, and let me know how did you like this episode. Please follow us on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcast. Also, if you have any comments, you'd like to give any feedback, or if you really like to listen to someone, please follow us on Instagram, My First Step ever underscore I-N and let me know and before I take a leave I would like to say start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself I am Ishani Nigam your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week see you